Hey there, this is Brian. I'm the host of the Engaging Missions show. If you've found this show for the first time, I did want to take a second to let you know that this show is not currently in production. You're certainly welcome to check out all of the archives, but we don't have new episodes coming out at the moment. However, I did want to take a second to highlight one of the sponsors that sponsored the show a while ago. They're not currently sponsoring the show, but if you're looking for a place to invest in the kingdom, I'd recommend checking out Mega Voice Audio Bibles. You can find them at megavoice.com, or you'll find a link in the show notes. And I would encourage you to just check that out and see if maybe that's a fit for your giving. There's no compensation here or anything like that. I just wanted to highlight them. And with that, I'll get you back into the regular program. You're listening to the Engaging Missions Radio Show, Episode 20 with Aaron Paul. Welcome to the Engaging Missions Radio Show. If you care about missions, this is the place for you. Whether you're actively involved in ministry and missions, are considering missions, or serve God in the marketplace with a heart for God's kingdom, you're in the right place. Join us each week for inspiration, encouragement, resources, and so much more as we delight in the things that God is doing all around the world. All right. Let's get started. I'm really excited to have Erin Paul with me today. I was first introduced to Erin when she spoke at our church a few weeks ago. She felt called to go on a mission trip to Kenya along with a group from our church and shared about her experiences for a few minutes. Erin is currently involved in cross-cultural ministries as an intern at Community Servants, a local ministry that partners with Weary Housing Cooperative to provide low-income housing as well as a wide range of educational opportunities for children and adults. If you've ever listened to episode one with Alan Smith, you probably remember that he's also involved with community servants. But we're not here to talk about Alan today. We're here to talk about Aaron. Okay, Aaron. Now, I've given just a little bit of an introduction. Can you take a minute and tell us about yourself and what's going on in your ministry? We'd like to get to know you personally. Sure. Well, like you said, my name is Aaron. Um, I'm 20 years old, and I am a student at MTSU. Um, I am a full-time intern at Weary Housing with Community Servants, and like you said, Weary is just a low-income housing community um, in Smyrna, Tennessee, and we just have a a big international community. We have lots of refugees from Burma and Thailand, and then we have some Hispanic immigrants, just really people from all over the world, Um, and our ministry is just focused on building relationships with those people. Um, Some of the things that we do with that is we have an after-school program for the kids, um, every day after school just to build relationships with them and help them with their homework and share Christ through Bible stories. And we also do um, several different adult education classes, such as teaching English and teaching reading and writing. Um, and I also do short-term international mission trips on um, my breaks from school. And so I've had the opportunity to go to Thailand three times, Brazil twice, and then Kenya this past summer. That's excellent. And Aaron, you know, most of the people who listen to our show, most of the audience are people who feel called into the marketplace. And so our lives can seem like maybe they're a little bit different from how a day in the life works for you. When you're working as an intern at Community Service, what, what is that like for you? Um, it is really just um, being in the community. I, get, I along with other interns, um, we live in the community with the people that we're ministering to. Um, so we have our normal everyday lives as well. We have other jobs. We go to school. But when we're in the community working, then we're really just um, meeting the people, building relationships with them, hanging out with them, and just trying to share the love of Christ through our acts of service and just trying to meet their needs as much as possible. 
Excellent. Thanks, Aaron. Now that we know you a little, can you share with us one scripture or motivational quote that's really been meaningful to you, and then share with us how that scripture or quote has really shaped your behavior? Yes. The scripture that I want to share is Acts 20, verse 24, which says, But I do not account my life of any value, nor is precious to myself, if only I may finish my course and the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. And for that verse really just means that this life is not about me. Um, it's all about bringing God glory and sharing him with others. Um, and living sent and living on the mission field is a lot of sacrifice. But um, the most important thing is just bringing glory to God and um, just making my life um, about him. That's great. Now, we know you just a little bit, Aaron. We know a little bit about what your life is like, a little bit about you, and we know something that kind of fuels how you approach ministry. Now we kind of want to get into some of the challenges. We know that not everybody's life is always happy and easy. You know, there can be this sense that we think life should be puppies and unicorns, but we know that's not true. So as we get started, can you tell us about a time in your journey when you encountered a significant challenge or even a failure, maybe even a time when your back was up against a wall and you needed a breakthrough? Just paint us that picture of what was going on and then God's faithfulness. Okay. Um, this past Christmas break, I spent a month at a refugee camp um, in northern Thailand. And before I left, a couple of things fell through. So while I was there, I was the only English speaker um, on the camp. And so that was definitely a challenge um, because I just knew a little bit of their language and the first time that I've had to completely depend on God. Um, but it was amazing just to see how He worked in my life and grew me through that process. Um, and just the, the desperation that I had to um, spend time alone with God and just see how He worked through that. All right. And now we're going to move to the other end of the spectrum. Uh, just like we have challenges, we also have those moments of revelation, those times when it seems like God maybe just drops something into our laps and either reveals something to us that we have, we've been waiting for or maybe shows us something we'd never even considered. Can you take us back to a time when that happened to you and then share with us what you did to take what God showed you and put it into action? Of course. Um, that was actually similar time for me. Um, I work with Corinne people here at Weary Housing, um, and those are refugees from Burma that are forced out of their country due to violence. And so I actually got the opportunity when I went to northern Thailand to see um, where these people have come from and just the situation that they're in over there before they come to America. Um, I just felt like God was telling me that I needed to be more intentional with my relationships here at home with the current people. Um, just seeing that, seeing the situation that they were in and seeing how God brought that, brought them through that. Um, I just realized that I needed to be um, just more intentional with sharing God to them um, and not just loving on them and serving them, but um, just taking the time to share who Christ is. And so through that, I've started discipling one of the girls here at Weary um, and just meeting with her once a week to um, just do life together and um, share Christ with her more intentionally. And it's just been amazing to see how God has worked through that relationship between us and just opened up doors for her family to be closer to me and just um, the opportunity to just, to just um, intentionally show who Christ is. Now, Aaron, you mentioned that you've been discipling this girl. Mm -hmm. um, can you share with us, because I don't know that everybody necessarily has a picture of what that might look like. Can you share with us what that looks like with this girl? 
Yes. Um, we, I usually take her out about once a week. We kind of get away from um, our houses and just either go get dinner or go get ice cream and just um, share kind of what, the, what God is doing in each of our lives. Um, and then we usually um, just open the word together and I can just share kind of what I've experienced through different things that she may be going through and how the Lord has helped me and just different scriptures to show her um, that God is always there and God is wanting to help her in any situation that she may be going through. That's excellent. The power of testimony is amazing. Mm -hmm. Now, we know a little bit about a challenge that you've had, and we also know a little bit about um, when God showed you something, uh, specifically on that trip to Thailand, when you came kind of face-to-face with the reality of your, the refugees' lives. Now we'd like to move to the present day. We'd like to hear about something that's going on in your ministry, Aaron. Maybe something that you're really expected, or I'm sorry, really excited about right now, or maybe something you see coming in the future. Okay, well, here at Community Servants, we do, um, like I said, a lot of adult education classes. And so part of my role here is I get to teach an English class twice a week during the school year to adults that have moved here recently. Um, and I'm very excited because in the next two weeks or so, we'll start another year of that. And so I get to um, meet new students that are coming and also reconnect with the former students that I've had last year. Um, and that's just really exciting for me. I have a passion for education, um, and I'm actually going to school to teach English. Um, so it's really exciting to just um, be able to start that back up again and build the relationships with those people. We know, Aaron, that not everybody's called to vocational ministry. Uh, in fact, as I mentioned before, our audience is made up primarily of people who live in the U.S. but are operating in the marketplace. That's where they feel called. They really care about missions, but they don't necessarily feel called to missions. What would you say to somebody who's called to the marketplace, but they're starting to wonder if what they do in business really matters in the kingdom? Right. Well, we are all missionaries, um, and I've learned that serving at home is extremely important. Um, I have a heart, obviously, for the for missions and for the nations, but God, I was obedient in my own community. Um, and I, I know that following Christ and being obedient to Him is the best decision that I could ever make, any one of us could ever make. And that does look different for everyone. So whether you're at work in the U.S. or in a village overseas, God wants to use you and can use you in a mighty way. Let's say that somebody's connected with a missionary right now. Maybe they're already financially supporting a missionary, but they want to do more. If they really want to level up their game, what's one thing they can do right now to start encouraging or supporting a missionary even more? Um, I would say to really just find out what is going on and how God is working there. Um, and one of the best ways to do that is just talk to the missionaries. Um, I'm still doing short-term mission trips, um, but my longest trip so far has only been six weeks. But it was still such a blessing during that time to Skype supporters at home or receive an encouraging Facebook message. Um, and really just knowing people at home love you and are praying for you and genuinely care about what the Lord is doing can be such a huge encouragement. So I would just um, challenge those people to, to really build that relationship with those missionaries and talk to them while they're overseas if that's possible and just, um, just really find out what, how God is moving in their lives. And can you think of one experience that you had where somebody was encouraging you and it really just it sort of met that need at that moment? Um, well, while I was in Thailand, like I said, when I was the only English speaker, um, I got to go have Internet maybe once a week and just Skyping my friends and family and just hearing that they were excited about what I was doing and just um, wanted to know um, about the relationships that I had formed with the kids. It really just gave me a drive to keep loving on the children as best as I could. 
Well, thanks for sharing that. Now, Aaron, it's time for us to go ahead and transition to the speed round. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back, come back at us with your amazing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yes. <laughs> What's one thing you wish you would have known before you started out? Um, I would have to say just how hard it is to have my heart in so many places around the world. Um, going to different countries and meeting new people, it's, um, it's definitely a challenge to be home and just be missing those people constantly. Can you think of the best advice you've ever received? Um, I would have to say um, one of the leaders of our ministry here at Community Servants once told me that when you're obedient in the little things, the big things don't seem so big anymore. Okay. Can you share with us one of your personal habits that you strongly believe contributes to the success you've seen? I would definitely have to say just being in constant communication with the Lord um, and just finding out what He wants us to do and also just thanking Him for everything that He gives us. I've learned that um, a thankful spirit just leads to joy. Do you have an internet resource that you use and could share with our listeners? Um, I like to use um, WordPress, which is just a blogging site. Um, I'm not always the best at keeping it updated, but when I go on trips, it's definitely a good way to just connect with people at home and share um, just how God is working. And also, it's um, an opportunity to look back and see um, God's faithfulness through your time there. Yeah. WordPress is a, a tool that I really enjoy as well. In fact, it's what my entire website runs on. So I can say that that is a great resource. Mm-hmm. Now, what's one book that you would recommend for our listeners? Um, I recently read Jesus is Greater Than Religion by Jefferson Bethke. Um, and it's really just a great reminder that Jesus is enough. Okay. Now, we're going to go ahead and go a little bit deeper again. We're going to start focusing on your perspective and maybe some ministry advice. This is our chance to learn from your experiences. Um, as we look around the U.S., it seems like people from all over the world are moving here. It's not uncommon now to have a neighbor who or maybe even a coworker who is from a nation that in the past would have been considered missionary ter- territory. Do you think that God is behind this? And what do you think might be going on? Um, I definitely think that this is a God thing. Um, living here at Weary, just um, like I said, is a, an international community within itself. Um, and it just has been the biggest blessing, not only for them, not only for us to meet their needs and share Christ with them, but also just an encouragement to myself and just seeing God um, being in control all over the world and just the way that His um, His story always um, is always just perfect and is always um, good. What would you tell somebody who uh, has realized that a neighbor or a coworker has a heritage that's from another culture and they really want to start ministering to them? What's maybe one thing they can do to start, get, to start that? Um, really just try to get to know them, um, which does cause you to get out of your comfort zone. Um, but just go to their house, try their food, um, just try learning a little of the language, praying for them, um, loving on their kids. Um, all these things I've seen firsthand um, with the people that I live with. Um, a lot of these people are coming from different countries and different cultures, um, so it can be a new and scary place. But once they trust you and once you've built that relationship with them, then the door has been open to share Christ. All right. Now, the last one might be a little bit tricky, so if you need to, you can take a minute and think about it. But imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning, your first day in ministry in a new country. You don't know anybody, but you still have all your experience and knowledge Your food and shelter are covered, but all you have is resources. Beyond that are a laptop and $500 U.S. What do you do for the next seven days? 
Um, well, first and foremost, I would say just to be in the Word and just spend that time with the Lord. Um, I know that is a stressful situation, but just being um, being with God and having that intimate time with Him can just clear up so many things. Just try your best to um, bond with the culture and just get out and be one of the people um, and just really try to learn from them and just listen to them. Okay. Now, Aaron, we're almost done. And I'd like to say thank you so much, even before we get to the last question. Just, it's very clear that you were very prepared for this, and I really appreciate that. Now, can you share with us maybe one last piece of advice and the best way for someone to connect with you? Then we'll say goodbye. Sure. Um, My advice would just be to be obedient to God today. Um, He has a plan for you and for all of us in this very day. And I challenge you to just say yes to that and watch what happens. Okay. And what's the best way for someone to connect with you? Um, Probably on Facebook. I have Facebook and I um, can talk to people on there. Okay. Do you mind if I provide a link to that uh, as part of the show notes? Yes, that's fine. And for those who are listening, we will have a link to this and all of the resources uh, at engagingmissions.com slash Aaron Paul. That'll be the show notes for this show. Now, Aaron, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate your time and your generosity. Thank you. That's the end of our time with Aaron Paul. I'm really thankful she was able to get together with us today. I had a great time, and I really hope it was meaningful for you as well. As I mentioned before, we've linked up all of the resources in the show notes page, which is available at engagingmissions.com slash Aaron Paul, that's Aaron, E-R-I-N, Paul, or at engagingmissions.com slash 20. If you have any comments about the show or questions, or you'd like to shoot me a note, you can send that to feedback at engagingmissions.com. I'd really love to hear from you. This can kind of be a little bit one-sided sometimes. I do a lot of the talking and I interview guests, but I don't always hear from you. I'd really love to. Also, if you've ever struggled to memorize scripture, I know that I have, I think you might really appreciate what my friends Mike and Nacelle Preby are doing over at Memory Peel. Using some new technology, they've made it possible to put scriptures on mirrors and windows and things like that. They've, doing that, they've really kind of put a new twist on the scripture that tells us we should write the words of the law on the doorposts of our houses. You can put it there to help remind you to memorize the scripture and keep it in front of you all the time. And if you visit engagingmissions.com slash memorypeel and then use the promo code ENGAGE when you check out, they'll give you a special offer on your first order, a special discount. Also, and this wouldn't normally fit into what I share on Engaging Missions, but I did want to let you know, I shared a lesson uh, last week on Wednesday night at my church, and some people asked me to put together a resource guide, so I did that. And I wanted to offer it to you, the Engaging Missions listeners. It's a free download, and I don't require an email address or anything like that. Uh, but if you'd like to download that, you can visit engagingmissions.com slash lions1. It's just a really quick PDF. And if you do like it, if you find it valuable, it would mean a lot to me if you'd shoot me an email to feedback at engagingmissions.com. Or if you have suggestions or recommendations, I'd also love to get that. And finally, I'd like to say a huge thank you to Jaybo, who left a review on iTunes. And I'd like to read that to you. It says, It is such a great source to be able to hear and learn about missions from missionaries. Very helpful tool for missionaries to share what they are up to and how they are serving Christ. Thanks so much for leaving that review. If you have enjoyed the show, but you've never subscribed or left us a rating and review in iTunes, it would really mean a lot if you could do that. 
If you visit engagingmissions.com slash iTunes, you can find a video there that will show you exactly how to do that. What, that's really one of the ways that we can help get this show in front of new people because it really helps our rankings in iTunes. This has been the Engaging Missions Radio Show. Thanks so much for listening. May God richly bless you. We'll see you next week.